The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I want to share with you a crazy story. There was uh, when the, uh, the rabbi, for the Briska rabbi, when he first became the rabbi, he was very young. He was in his young, it was low 20s. And he was praying on the high holidays. And they walked into the, uh, into the, what's it called? Into the synagogue. And they came, they came into the synagogue and they asked to speak to the rabbi. Who is the official rabbi of the synagogue? So they told him, this is the rabbi of the synagogue. He said, okay, this is the rabbi of the synagogue. Um, we, need, we need him to come with us. Uh, he needs to come. We have a, a prisoner, a Jewish prisoner, who we're going to put to death. Okay, and he needs to come and do his final rites. He needs to come and say, uh, you know, the, give him his final prayers before he goes. Anyway, for whatever reason, the rabbi decided he's not, he's not going to go, he shouldn't go. So he doesn't go. He continues to pray. They think he's in the middle of the Amidah. They don't want to disturb him, even though the rabbi knows that they're there and why they're there. They don't want that. We'll come back later. They come back a short time later. They tell him, we need to take the rabbi. There's a lot, the, they, you know, the people in the community are getting agitated. These are soldiers. They're coming from the, the king. You know, if we don't listen, it's going to be a disaster for the community. You can't not listen to them. The rabbi decides he's not going. So now already there's a hubbub in the synagogue. People start talking. Who is this guy? He's a young rabbi. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't realize the trouble he's going to get us in. Someone says to him, you know, look, you know, um, why don't you ask another rabbi? The soldiers say, look, they sent us with orders to go get the official rabbi of the community. He's the guy we need to take. We can't take anyone but the official rabbi. They come back a third time. Again, the rabbi is pretending like he's still in the middle of Musaf so that they can't come and approach him. And they're not approaching him while he's praying. They're showing respect. Some old guy had enough, walks up to the soldiers. He says, listen, um, they didn't want to tell you until now. I'm the official rabbi. They look at this old guy, beard. Okay, he's, he must be, you know. I guess maybe he was afraid or whatever. He's, tell, he's coming clean now. We'll take him. This Zaken, this old guy goes, he does the vidui with the guy, administers the rites, they hang him. Comes back to the shul. The day of Rosh Hashanah, of the day of the tefillah is not done. When they get a missive that came from another city, where they found out that this Jewish person actually, that they just hung, was actually innocent, and it was a mistaken identity, and now they found the real guy. But it was too late. Because the official rabbi saved the Jews by going early, giving him his official last rites, allowing them to actually go through with the hanging. Sometimes, outside of the realm of halakha, there's a certain si'ata dishmaya, a heavenly help that a rabbi is given, even in things that have nothing to do with giving a ruling on halakha. I want to give you a crazy example. A fellow came to me only a couple days ago. He said, you know, Rabbi, a while ago I was in the Beit Knesset in the synagogue in the city. And my son was uh, in the hospital. And, uh, you know, you came up to me and you asked me what, what brings me here for Shabbat. Good reason, bad reason. And I said, unfortunately, my son's not well. He's in the hospital, etc., etc. And he said, and you gave me a beracha. And you gave me a blessing. And the blessing was, Hashem should bless you that you should never, we should never meet in this shul again for your son. We should never have, we should never meet again in this shul for your son. He should not, you know, this shouldn't, this meeting shouldn't have. Anyway, he said, okay, 
the very next week, or whatever it was, the very next day, I think it was the next week, he said, unfortunately, my son had to go back to the hospital. Anyway, the only thing I could hear in the back of my head was that you gave me this beracha, that we should not meet again in the synagogue, you know, uh, you know for, for my son. And I was thinking to myself, what a rubbish beracha, it didn't work out. I can't believe the rabbi, I'm going to go, I'm going to tell him, I'm here. And when he asks me, I'm going to tell him, because my son's in the hospital. I was a little angry, he said. And he says, I came to the shul, and it happened to be that that week you weren't there. Now it's very rare, during the year, I almost never miss Shabbat here. In the summer we have a rotation. But during the year, I almost never miss. I don't take Shabbats off. That's not uh, my arrangement with the synagogue. So I'm here every week. If I'm off, it's off three times, four times a whole in a whole year. Two times actually, because the two of them are on Pesach. I'm off a couple weeks in the whole year. He walks in, ready to you know, tell me off. We'll get... And he said, all of a sudden it hit me. You didn't say, you didn't give me a beracha not to come to the synagogue again. You gave me a beracha that you and I should not meet in the synagogue again. My friends, I am not a baba. I am not a mekubal. I have no right giving berachot. I have no merit. I'm not simple like uh, the song goes, Ich bin nora I'm a simple Jew like anybody else. But you know what? When God gives a person a challenge or a mission in life, what does He give them? He gives them what they need in order to fulfill their mission. If you're a guy who sells cars, God will help you with the things that you need in order to sell cars. If you're someone who does real estate, then God's assistance to you helps you in the world of real estate. When you're a rabbi, God also has to help you in the job of being a rabbi. So if I was not a rabbi, I would be, I think, merit half of the chidushe Torah that I have. Because I don't get them because of me. I get them because I'm teaching Torah to other people. And because I need that for my mission, what does God give every person who has a mission? He gives you the tools to be able to complete the mission. Many times a rabbi will say something, they don't even know why they're saying it. How many times are you giving a class? Somebody comes along and you said exactly the words that they needed to hear. Rabbi, I don't know how you did it. I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't think, I wasn't, I didn't pray, I didn't go to the mikveh before, I didn't, I'm not a heebie-jeebie guy, I don't have my head covered with a talit, you know, I'm not Baba Sali, right? But God made sure that that happened through the rabbi. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.